to Minding My Business. This is a platform created for women who are wanting to elevate their business, their mindset, and their life. If you want to catch these episodes live, tune in every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern on Instagram at Tanya C. Oliver, where each week I'll be interviewing a powerhouse guest. What's up? I see our guest is here today. So excited. All right, let me just add her on real fast. Welcome to Minding My Business, where we get massive shiznit done, and you are here to elevate your business, your mindset, and your life. And every Tuesday, we bring on a powerhouse guest that to share their amazingness and drop them diamonds on you guys. So welcome, Lamar. What's up? Hi. So thank you so much for being on my, my business. This is really, we bring on every Tuesday a powerhouse guest to just share, celebrate you, to celebrate you and all of your accomplishments. And um, besides the business, like who you are as a human being and all of the amazing things that you've uh, been able to accomplish in life. So welcome. Thank you for being on. Thank you for having me. This is so nice. Yeah, hopefully we'll get yours started soon too, right? Yes, I already I already told the girls that I spoke to you that we're going to start one, so we're excited. Good. So for those of you who don't know Lamore, her, um, she is a celebrity injector. She is voted top 100 best of the best. She's the owner of Clinic USA, which I will be going to today after this live stream. And you also have the Clinic USA as an aesthetic playground and training facility. So what got yeah. you into the line of work that you're into today? Like, where did that, because when I met you, I could tell, like, you're so passionate about what you do. Thank you. Um, so I started back in, like, 2002. My family owned a med spa that I opened with them. Mm-hmm. And I became an esthetician. And it just kind of opened my eyes to this whole world that I would have never considered because growing up like you were supposed to go to college and then you graduated and you were either a doctor or a lawyer that was it those were the Mm -hmm. options so when I got into the spa world I was like wait this is amazing like I loved it I love doing facials I love doing body treatments like it was so relaxing for me like I just was like why would I do anything else but then you know after a couple of years it got a little boring and I'm like what else can I do with this like talent that I have with my hands and like with my eyes and like, you know, what kind of, what else can I do in aesthetics? And then my, my family like transitioned from a salon spa to a med spa. Mm. And, um, we worked, we had a medical director and he's like, why don't you go back to school? And I'm like, Oh, I never thought of that. You know, I didn't even know that that was a possibility. I was like 25. I don't know anything, you know? So I went back to school. I mean, it took a long time to go back to school. It wasn't but I went back to school, I got my nursing, and then, you know, four years later, I graduated with my NP, and here we are. Wow. That's the short, the short version. Yeah, right? They're always the short version. The abridged, the abridged version for you. Now, I always like to know, because, like, you know, this platform, I mean, yes, we love our men. A lot of men, uh, they tap into these shows, they get a lot of insight from the women, but this was really creative for women that are trying to pursue their passion and really maybe need those words of encouragement. So when you are on this journey, you know, because it is a journey, every career an expert in is there's a lot of things that are going to test you. And if you're going to stay on course, when you're going through these things of like to building to what you have, because you have a beautiful facility that you built. I've been there. I'm going to go there again today. 
what were some of like the things that really kept you on course when you maybe doubted yourself or you felt like questioning your capabilities of success? Oh my God, there was such a long road that I definitely, I mean, I, I didn't even want to go to, after I finished, you know, nursing school, I was so disillusioned with the medical profession and, and working in a hospital. And I did not want to go back to school. I, I was like adamant. I started doing eyelash extensions back in 2005 and I was doing brow tattoos and I was like, I'm just going to do this. I'm not going back to school. I don't care about being an NP anymore because that was like initially the whole reason I went to nursing school was to do that. And my best friend that I went to nursing school with was like, you're going, we're going together. We're doing it together. You're going. And I, it was just, I was so like, not, I just didn't want to do it. And she forced me to do it. Thank God. I thank God every day mm -hmm. um, that she let, you know, she kind of forced me to do it and she led me on my way. But there were so many times where I was like, am I doing the right thing? I mean, I remember my third semester of nursing school, I like cried every day. I'm like, why did I do this? This was like the worst idea ever. You know, this is, and I actually, even throughout working in the hospital, everyone that worked with me knew, I'm like, I'm going to do Botox. I'm going to do Botox. I'm gonna, everyone was sick of me. They were sick of me. They were like, okay, whatever, you're going to do Botox. But I really, did, that's all I wanted to do. I was like on a mission. So there was nothing that was going to deter me from it. I mean, it was a long road. It was definitely, yeah. I mean, it took me, graduating from NP school, it took me nine months to find my first job. Wow, yeah. Even with all my experience and aesthetics and everything, like nobody wanted to hire someone without experience. So, you know, it took a while, but I was, I was on a mission. Yeah, that's the thing, too, is it's like, you know, you get out of these professions and then they're like, oh, no, you have that experience. You're like, well, how do I get experience? Hello? Right. Like, right. I went and spent all this money, all of this mm -hmm. money, and, you know, it, it, I think that's the first line of success. It's just getting somebody to, like, bring you on and trust you. Yeah, and the, and let me tell you the and I see people now, you know, that I train and they're like, oh, I I want to get a job. And I'm like, listen, just take whatever you can get. I mean, my first job in aesthetics was a nightmare. I hated every minute of it, but I was like, not in the hospital. That's all I cared about. I was like, I'm working. I can get another job in a year. I just have to stick it out for a year, you know. But it was torture. They, I had to get up at 5 a.m. I hate waking up early. I had to be in surgery. I was like, this is the worst thing ever. But I didn't care because. I was going to get somewhere else. You know, I was like yeah. using it as a vehicle to get to another place. That's all I cared about. I mean, I really was just so focused. I think anyone that knew me on the, the way was like, okay, like she's, she's either psychotic or she's going to get somewhere, you know? But I feel like meeting people that are high end achievers like yourself, um, you have to, in a sense, like be such a visionary and to, like you said, it's almost like, like training. Like I hired a coach and it's like five more reps, three more reps. You get to two more, yeah. like four more reps. I'm like, what the hell? Like, like the psychology of like the mental strength. And so I want to get into yeah. that question because you drew a, you dropped a few diamonds. You call them dropping them diamonds. You dropped a few diamonds about like, even the mentality you had, like, let me just get through one more year. Like, let me, yeah. like, what were some, like some power powerful tools for you when it comes to mental strength, um, not only in that, that journey, because, you know, challenges and obstacles don't end. I feel like they become right. more expansive, the more successful you become. Yeah. Um, some of the, you know, mental tools or, or what, whatever you would want to call it. I mean, I was just, I really just had my eye on the prize. I mean, there was, 
there were definitely points that I'm like, do I even want to do this anymore? Is it worth it? Is it, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, everyone has that doubt, you know, and then you have imposter syndrome on top of it. You're like, oh, I suck. I don't even know what I'm doing. You know, like all those thoughts go through my mind all the time, even now, you know? So, I mean, you just have to really just believe in yourself, look at your work. You know, I, I really was just, you know, because I was in aesthetics for so long, mm -hmm. um, since 2002. So I really was, you know, I was very determined. I think those were the things that, and, and I'm, I'm also a Scorpio. And I, if I put my mind to something, that's it. There's nothing that's going to stop me. I wish I had more of that for other things, you know? Yeah. But um, <laughs> I really was deterred. I don't even know what went through my mind. Honestly, like now looking back, I'm like, how did I even get here? I don't know. How do you, so... so Okay, how do I get it? It's a journey. Sometimes all I gotta do is just think of that today. You know, let's, you know, yeah. it. it was definitely like taking one day at a time sometimes was, was the key, you know, not really thinking too far ahead, just getting through the day, you know, getting through the next thing, you know, just, just having like small goals, you know, like short term goals, um, not be getting too overwhelmed with things. Um, you know, even when I started my last job, which was a very, you know, a prestigious med spa, you know, that wasn't easy either. You know, I started as a new person. There was no one around. I was by myself. Um, and, you know, it, it was hard because I was a new person. So they were kind of like, I don't want to say picking on me, but it was like a little bit of hazing going on. Mm -hmm. And you just have to kind of, all right, am I in the right place? Like, I mean, I definitely wanted to quit many times, but, you know, eventually it worked out. I proved myself. Um, and I, and I kept going. So when you, do you, would you, um, gosh, I have like three questions in one, <laughs> like I have three questions in one, um, because the show is called minding my business for a reason. It was inspired because so many people are so busy focusing on everybody else's stuff, but only, you know, like what, and sometimes you don't know like your big, big picture, but you at mm -hmm. least know like what you're, you might be interested in. And those are specific right that were planted and seeded inside of you um how are you able to really just mind your business because you mentioned like there was hazing going on you were at a place that was just you because now you've built this amazing team you've got a beautiful facility you've got you know uh, you have people working under you and with you and by your side how are you able to, even to this day to still just kind of like mind your business eliminate distractions and just stay in your lane um i mean it's it's hard you know, um, I have things that I'm working on now that I struggle with, you know, I want to go out, I want to go to the beach, you know, and in my mind, I'm like, no, but you have to finish this PowerPoint, you know what I mean? Like, you have this presentation or, or you have, you know, I'm working on an app and I'm like, no, you have to, do, you have to work on that. Like, you can't go out, so you can't go to dinner, you know, it's like so many things that I want to do and, and I just have to find a balance. Like, you have to just find a balance so that, you know, you can you can live your life because there's always going to be another thing there's always going to be more stuff that i want to achieve sometimes i'm like why am i like this <laughs> why can't i just be like happy with whatever is going on no i'm always like what's the next thing what's the next thing so and that's why you've gotten to where you are and you're going to continue yeah because and the thing is like we think it's just us but it's there's so many people especially if you're you know trying to live life in your full potential um, and that's why I wanted, you know, to have you on because it's, yeah. like, there's a mentality behind it. Like before you're a business, you're a, you're a woman, you know, right, like you're a person right, right. 
and and these things that you create it had to first start in your mind like it just doesn't happen like overnight and so there's yeah i mean even even you know people come into my facility and they're like did you design this yourself and i'm like yeah it's like my brain exploded in here you know and it's just like fun whimsical like very alice in wonderland but it's nothing like my house right like my house is very like one hotel like very like calm and so it's just funny like you can have so many you know um facets to your personality and like this is a fun place to come you know super fun i was like is this a candy store no candy store for adults yeah for, for <laughs> um i know you 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 asked the question before and i wanted to add that you know my my passion has always been teaching and mentoring. Um, I feel like because I've been in this business for so long and, and some people are just getting into it and they have a lot of questions. Um, so we are actually working, you know, to add to our um, business model, some like, you know, mentoring, coaching, um, because so many people come in and they, they don't know. They, they have no idea. They don't know how, how to get into it, what to expect, like what's normal, what's not normal, you know, or like, like, like standard in the, in the industry. So, you know, that's like definitely a passion of mine. Um, I'm actually speaking at a conference next week um, about one of my talks is about business. Um, mm -hmm. And the other one is, you know, something more um, medical about, you know, doing jaw lines and things like that. But, um, but I really love the business talk of it because it's something that, a lot, I see a lot of people getting into the med spa business and they have no idea what they're getting themselves into. And I, I went through it. I, I was myself that person that was like, oh my God, I'm going to be so busy counting my money. Like, I'm not going to have time for anything else, you know? Meanwhile, it was like a disaster from A to Z. So it was like, I, I can give people some advice of like what to do and what not to do because it took us many years to figure it out and a lot of money. So, yeah. so that's like my passion is like helping people not do that. Yeah, course correct. And speaking of which, actually, I did write this down this morning because I typically don't ask this question, but I was like, I feel like I wanted to ask it for you. And this is like a perfect kind of flow into it is like, when you are, um, when you have so many things going on, and this kind of goes back to like the discipline you mentioned earlier about that discipline, there's so many things that you're creating and you're a speaker and you've running this facility, you're mentoring, you're teaching, but you're also the practitioner, you know, people come to yeah. you to get the work done. How are you able to operate at high levels without bringing your personal stuff into it? Um, I think you just get into the zone when you're like, when I'm injecting someone, I just get into the zone. And I mean, hours can go by and I don't notice it. Mm. So I'm just very focused on that. And there's always you know, sometimes things that happen and, you know, they, they definitely affect me during the day, you know, and I go into the room and I'm trying to focus on the patient. It's kind of almost like an escape, you know, mm -hmm. when I'm, when I'm working. Call them like healthy distractions. Like yeah, definitely. Take like that time out. What are yeah. some of your, your daily, like non-negotiables that if you know, you don't do them, you're like not in the same energy, like your energy isn't as sharp, your mind isn't as sharp. Like, what are some like, do you have morning routine a night routine? Do you have like something that you're like, this is not negotiable? Um, I think working out is a big thing, you know, something to focus your energy on and like whether, it's, you know, good or bad energy, like you just kind of get yourself into a better mental place. Um, so working out has been, and, and on, I'm honestly so lazy. I hate working out, but I like how I feel after. So I do it. 
Um, and then, uh, you know, that's definitely a non-negotiable. Another non-negotiable is, you know, like just relaxing. Like at the end of the day, just, you know, I, I come home, I usually like shower, I decompress. Um, I kind of put my phone away. Like I, I put my phone on the charger. I don't look at it for like two hours just because I, I'm trying to not really, I, I want, I don't want to give, give so much of myself to other people. Cause you know, people DM you 24 hours a day. There's no boundaries for people. Yeah. So um, I just try to create boundaries in, in that aspect, you know, mm-hmm. um, and just kind of try to enjoy my life and not, not be working 24 seven, even though in my, my brain is like, you gotta get this done. You gotta get this done. But I try to like tone it down when I, once I get home, I'm like, all right, I have like two hours before I go to bed that I just want to like, you know, make food and like relax and like not think about anything, maybe have a glass of wine, you know? Mm, yeah. Cause I know you, you, um, you're an auntie now. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. And you do make time from what I've been watching in your stories. And from the moment I met you that you make time to actually take breaks to make time mm-hmm family to make that like how are you able to I guess somewhat fit it in or prioritize because the biggest thing I find that people say especially as they keep trying to climb the ladder of success is that they lose themselves throughout the process do you know what I'm saying yeah have you ever been I mean I could definitely see that happening you know I mean if if I didn't you know consciously force myself to put my phone away it's like you get you you fall into a rabbit hole. You just never relax. You your brain is always, you know, working twenty four seven. You know, I sometimes I wake up at four o'clock in the morning and I'm like, oh my god, I need to add this to this or like, you know, I want to do this now. You know, like I, I'm like, do I write this down? Do I pick up my phone in the middle of the night and like put a note? You know, I have to just like stop myself from from doing these things. But um, I really just think that it's it's a, it's a discipline to force yourself to, you know, be with friends and not talk about work or, you know, even when you go out, right. So I, I'll go out with my friends and when, when someone introduces me, you know, Oh, she doesn't, don't tell people I do inject injections or, or Botox or whatever. Cause then they're automatically like, Oh, I, you know, I, I what do you think about my lips or And I'm like, no, I don't want to talk about that right now. I'm like three drinks in and people are asking me about like their face. I'm like, I don't know. And it's dark. I'm like, yeah, call my office, you know, but, um, but I definitely, you know, even on Instagram, if someone, you know, messages, you know, I send like a, a you know, a, a text and it's basically like, you know, please message the office. I don't, you know, it, this is not like a HIPAA compliant app where people are not going to see your pictures or, or your messages. So I'd rather you, you know, message the office and let them take care of it. But you have to set boundaries. Otherwise people will literally crawl into every minute of your day. Yeah. Have you always been like this? Have you always been very good with boundaries or is it something you had to learn? No, I'm terrible. (laughs) Even till this day? I'm terrible. I'm good. I'm good at work, but other, otherwise, no, terrible. I, I need to work on other like types of boundaries for sure. Like, like professional boundaries. I'm great. Any other boundaries? No, terrible. What do you think the difference is between those? Because I, fe- I would feel like a lot of people would think business boundaries because we'd want to please people to, to profit or to scale versus like personal. Like, what do you think the difference is between those two? I think in business, it's like something that I, the way that I, I guess I show up or 
I saw their successful people and they had like these boundaries and I was like, okay, that's smart. I, I, I see like why you're doing that. And it almost like the boundaries also kind of create like a little bit of a, like a need, right? So like when you set a boundary, people are like, oh, I need to get, I need to get a hold of someone. Like, you know, if you let everyone come in, let's say on, on DMs or whatever, they're going to be like, oh, it's easy to get a hold of her. So it's almost like creating um, a challenge for people. They're like, oh, okay, now I have to call the office, right? Because she's mm-hmm. making a challenge. Um, in terms of like my personal life, like there's there's just like, I, I, I'm getting better. But, you know, if someone asks me to like family, you know, like it's very hard to set boundaries with family or like friends. You know, I'm always, I always want to help people. I'm very like, I'm a very generous person. Sometimes, you know, my friends will, say that i'm too generous like i'm the i'm the person that sees every homeless person and gives them money i'm like the worst (laughs) or the best i don't know yeah i was Um, was like maybe it's a good thing you know you good. i mean i'm like always so like i give them money and like you know in in the car and i'll roll my window down and i'll give them money and i'm just like so like sometimes i'll even give them like water or if i have food you know i'm just i was just gonna say i was like did you ever think of maybe just like getting food in the car (laughs) if I have a new bottle of water I give it to them like um because in my mind I'm like I'm so lucky to be where I am and I've been so lucky in my life to be supported by different people like my family and my friends and you know these people they don't have anyone and Mm -hmm. and, you know what what is it going to hurt me to give them three dollars or five dollars or whatever I have you know so Mm -hmm. that the that's the way I think but I, I know a lot of people who are not like that you know, they, they look at me and they'll be, they'll be in the car with me and they're like, are you crazy? I'm like, you know why? What is it hurting me? Oh, they're going to spend it on alcohol. Okay, that makes them happy. What is it? Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter to me. I think, I always say, like, you got to, like, discern. You know, sometimes I like, feel called to and then some people, sometimes I don't. You know, like, I don't know. I just, you kind of go with what feels right for you. If it, you feel good. Because contributing back just comes in so many different ways. And, like, you mentioned, like, you you give a lot. Like, you give. um, Do you feel like that personality trait is what's also, like, being of service has had a big contribution to your success? Yeah, because I think people sense it. You know, they see that I'm, you know, I have, I, I would say I have very giving hands, right? So, like, I was an esthetician, so I would do massages and facials and body treatments and, like, like you know, I work with my hands. So, mm-hmm. like, they're very healing. So, that, that, to me, it's, like, a giving thing. So, of course, like, that's going to make a difference in my, in the service that I'm providing, right? Because I care mm-hmm. for the most part. For the most part. Get out of my office. About yeah, sometimes I'm like, oh my god, please, this person needs to leave. But but for the most part, like ninety nine percent of the time, I'm very like generous and giving, and like you know, the the girls get mad at me because they're like, why'd you give that person a discount? Like I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, I just felt like I wanted to. Yeah, and you guys do not go to our office and ask for a discount. Like, do not expect things for free. Do not expect anything. I'm not get. I don't give. Actually, I've gotten so much better at that. Really, I have. But I did. The girls disagree with me. I watched one of your reels. I was cracking up. It was like of you, and I think it's your personal assistant, or maybe your your the person. So sorry. Okay. So she's like, you're like, shut up. No, you shut up. It's like when you're when you're telling your client they don't need any perfect, and she's like, stop. You got to make money. (laughs) Yeah, literally, that's our life every day. That's why we're starting a podcast. Yay! (laughs) We have like the well, there's three of us here. 
So, um, you know, we just have a very fun dynamic that is yeah. sometimes annoying, but but for the most, we're like we're like sisters, which it shouldn't be that way because I'm their boss technically. But everyone makes fun of that term because I'm not really a boss. I'm just like a coworker for you. Yeah. I mean, don't you? But do you feel like because I'm the same way? I got to my my personal assistants. They're more remote though because we everything's like online yeah but I feel like I feel like that makes a big difference though as far as like the relationship for the lawyer yeah. in the long run well I mean these girls they've told me multiple times like if you if you didn't have money to pay me I'd work for you for free like mm -hmm. how many how many bosses do you know there that their employees would say that about them you know so yeah. so obviously I'm doing something right mm-hmm and I mean, you have to have that dynamic. I think it's important, but I, you got to figure out what works for you too. And I think I would say like never below, never above, like we're side by side. Right. I mean, I always said like, we're, we're on a team. We're on the same team. We have the same goals. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't really like job titles to be honest. Like mm -hmm. even sometimes when I say, oh, my assistant, like, I don't like saying that because it's like, yeah, she is my assistant, but it, there's almost like a negative connotation to that word right so i'm almost always trying to think like what what other word can i use for this that people are going to understand um, like my associate is going to contact you i, I don't know <laughs> words who knows you know whatever but i mean as long as you guys know what your what your guys are communication is i think but I, i'm on the same page with you. i think that's why what makes a bigger difference is i work with like some really big you know, achievers, and they're sometimes their um, employee turnover rate is very high. Yeah, and that's like more money out of pocket, because then you got to find other people, then you got to train them, right. And it's your time. Yeah, right, right. right. Um, I think that if you know, it's it's a very sh small team, I think that maybe if we were we had a larger team, you know, of people, it would be a little bit harder to maybe all get along, you know, it's a it's a bunch of girls I feel like there you know there could be drama mm -hmm. right but but you know we've started having like weekly meetings so that we can address like any issues that we have so that it doesn't it doesn't get prolonged hey, it's Tanya I'm calling a quick timeout intermission huddle so bring it in I'm personally inviting you to our inner circle it's our monthly VIP meet up with other achievers just like us each week, I'm teaching everything you're going to need in order to be successful to step into the most elite version of yourself. I'm going to break this down play by play, the tools, the systems, the strategies, everything you're going to need in order to operate at higher levels mentally, physically, emotionally, and energetically. Look, we're in a season where the idea of full potential just isn't cutting it anymore. It's time to really be it now. So Click the link in the show notes and I'll see you in the inner circle. Peace. Um, what would you say like in times where you are like, yeah, we, I call it like yellow lighting, you know, when you're not like, like you just don't feel like doing it. You mentioned a few times on the process of the journey of the client from where you were to where you are today. But today with like this new vision that you're creating and your mentorship and your teachings on top of your speaking and starting your podcast, like, what are some things I know we mentioned non-negotiables. Do you have any other like um, tools or tips that you use when you feel like you're just not fully operating at peak performance? Um, I think you need to be very forgiving with yourself. You know, like you got, you've gotten to a certain point, you're obviously doing something right. So 
if you feel like you need to just like take a break or not do it, maybe you'll be better focused after a break, you know? Um, I think it's, it's, it's hard to always be on and like working. So that's just, I think that's the same with like the balance, like the, the life work balance that we struggle with. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, you know, try to be forgiving with myself for, you know, just if I don't want to do it, then I will figure out another day, another day, another time. Um, you know, I have something going on on Sunday. I haven't even looked at any of it. It's terrible, but I've been like procrastinating. And last night I'm in, sitting on my couch thinking like, you should be looking at this right now. And I'm like, no, I am. I almost have like an inter- internal struggle, like a conflict. Yeah. Like I have one, one of, one of me is like, you need to do this. And the other one of me is like, no, you need to sit on the couch and like Netflix, you know? <laughs> so I have to like, Sometimes I listen to this one and sometimes I listen to this one. That's so funny you say that. I literally just presented in front of 200 people on just the topic of procrastination. And even though people that, because remember, this is also for like people watching, like like ladies, gentlemen, like massive amounts of things. Like they still have these certain traits. It's just that they don't let it like control them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're still human. Right. So I try to limit distractions as much as I can. Mm -hmm. Um, And I try to have a schedule of some kind. Right. So like I'm off on Mondays and Wednesdays. And those are the days that I choose to work on things, run errands. You know, I I, I actually like um, had written four four manuals um, for for training um, and that they took me two years to write. Mm -hmm. So it it was a long you know, a long road of like writing, rewriting, rewriting, you know, now they're, they're actually got copyrighted. So that's very exciting. Congratulations. Um, thank you. Um, but you know, I just, you, I get to the point, you know, when you procrastinate and then you're like, all right, I gotta get this done. That's it. That's how, that's how things get yeah. done. Well, like the so. biggest thing that I was telling people is like, when you procrastinate, it actually takes more energy out of you than actually just getting it done. Yeah. You know, because it's even when you're trying to relax, it's consuming you. The whole well, that's what that's what literally is going on. You can't even enjoy Netflix. <laughs> I, fa- I fall asleep within like five minutes of anything that I watch. So like, I'm so I guess I'm so tired of thinking about what I have to do that I just fall asleep. Um, but I, I mean, I, I obviously I do get things done. It's just that I'm like, why am I like this? Why am I doing this? Yeah, I should. You mentioned a lot too that you also like you'll have like different um during different i could say like different seasons of life you know whether you're deciding to transition into something something else or whatever season you're going through that you've had people in place also to kind of be there as that accountability or that support is that what you like how would you talk about like mentorship because you are a mentor so what is your what is your level like let me just say right like what are your thoughts on mentorship? Boom. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's it's necessary, right? Because you need people that you look up to or that are mo- going to motivate you. Um, are they people to get to the next level, right? So so just, no, they're not. There was people that walked in. Sorry. I was like, who, why are there people here? Um, so for example, I'll give you an example. When I first, before I ever got into this business, you know, my, my mom was like, let's open a med spa. I'm like, okay, nobody knows anything. So we, we decided to open it, whatever. And in the interim of that, um, we, we had products that we were using in our spa for facials and body treatments and stuff. And I'll never forget this lady came in 
and her name is Mariette, and she was the rep and also married to the dis- the guy that owned the, the distributorship for the U.S. It was a French company, mm-hmm. and she came in and we immediately just connected. I don't know why or what 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 it is what it was about her. She was just so elegant in the way that she spoke and she just presented herself in such a nice way and i was like this is nice whatever you know so then you know fast forward we're doing the first training for these products and she did a facial on someone and i i was like wow i was in love i i could not believe how amazing she was and so um you know from that moment i was like this is what i need to do so that was like that that like that light bulb went on went on when i was like this is this is what I need to be doing. So like, she, you know, she was my mentor for a long time. I ended up working with the company um, after a few years of doing facials and body treatments and stuff. Um, and then, you know, you move on to the next phase, right? And then you have other mentors. I mean, there was definitely a point where I was in between. I had moved from Tampa to Miami and I didn't have a mentor. I didn't have anyone. I was kind of like wandering lost until I went back to school for nursing. Um, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. Um, and and working in Miami definitely opened my eyes to, because I'd been working with my family for so many years. Um, you know, I was like, people don't pay, you know? Like you'd work and like you wouldn't get paid or like you have to chase people. Or I was like, I was like, I can't do this. Like I need a job, like a, like a, a reliable, dependable income, right? Because I'm by myself, I'm not like married. I don't have like a rich parents that are gonna provide for me. So. So I had to kind of like figure things out and I was like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to go back to nursing school. Mm. So that's how that happened. And then, you know, obviously like went through nursing school and there was some professors and people that were definitely like mentors for me. But then when I graduated, I got my first job as a nurse in the hospital. Um, I had a, a preceptor, a nurse, and she was amazing. And actually ironically came to train with me, um, like a couple of years ago, like two years ago to do Botox and fillers. So it's funny how things kind of come full circle. Right. Um, and we have just such a, like an admiration for each other, but it was funny because when I worked in the hospital, everyone was like, you don't belong here. I'm like, I definitely don't belong here. (laughs) But I was like, it's so bad. I was like, just get me out of here. Um, but yeah, but you know, throughout that time, like she was my mentor. I would come to her for anything. And then once I finished and I was like, um, you know, nurse practitioner and like, you know, I, I did a training and then I found other mentors that, you know, I, it, it has to be someone that you, you know, you, you look up to, you respect, you respect their opinion and they are also equally um, able to mentor you, right? Cause you can like look up to someone but they're not in that space to mentor you. Mm-hmm. You have to find someone who's also open to that yeah like mentoring is like choosing your teachers of a certain area of life and like you said because some i get a lot of people like well how do i know like who to bring on as a mentor and i think you described it beautifully like find somebody that inspires you that you want to be like yeah and you know that they're gonna actually like take you under their wing they're gonna like look out for you they're gonna help fast track you and get you to where they are like a lot faster. Yeah, and it's not like a competition of any kind. They, they're open to, that's what I'm saying. Like some people are not open to that. They don't want you to get to where they are. You know what yeah. I mean? They're, it's more of a competitive thing where there's some people who want you to be with them. You know, they find that more empowering. So those are the people that I kind of gravitate towards because those are the, those are the people that I find that are like myself. 
mm-hmm. you know, they, they want to mentor you. They want you to come with them. Like even the girls that, that work with me, you know, I always try to encourage them. I'm like, go back to school, take this class, take this class. Like, you know, the more knowledge you have, the more valuable you are. Um, that That's like been always my philosophy, you know? Yeah. So um, I'm always trying to encourage them to do things like that. They don't listen to me, but <laughs> no, no one listens. But I try. Well, I mean, I don't know. They have to figure it out on their own. You know, there's yeah. only certain, there's a certain point where you can be someone's like kind of a mentor, but then mm-hmm. you just let them let them go and be like, all right, well, it's your your time to make your decision. Yeah, because that's the one thing, too, is it's like, it's not to be pacified. It's just that, you know, you have to have your own experiences. And like you said, like you, you have from just hearing you, I was like, wow, that's why I love bringing women like yourself on because I'm constantly like learning and seeing the similar patterns like, wow, like the moments where we think we're the only ones like no, like that is part of the journey. And um, it's just there are certain traits or certain core values in order to achieve heightened levels of success, like it, it's inside here. And then the business, the relationships, the X, Y, Z, like those are just extensions of mm-hmm. who you are. Being. Yeah. Speaking I, of relationships. I, what? Now, you and I were laughing about this the other day. I mean, I don't know if you're single or not. We weren't laughing I, about that, you guys. But I was laughing about like, yeah, I'm the forever aunt. You're like, yeah, me too. Yeah, same. So how are you, um, what is your status because I do get this questions a lot and when I do my mastermind and I mentor like my clients you know I have a lot of single people or people that are you know getting out of toxic relationships because they do want to reach a heightened level of success in their business but I do consider that to be a distraction if you're not clear on what you want what is your insight as far as like are you single I didn't even ask you yeah okay cool (laughs) what is your what is your insight as far as like being selective and intentional when choosing even to go on a date? Oh, Lord Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so much better at business than dating. Um, what? Yeah, dating life. They hear all my stories. Mine, mine is non-existent because I haven't found anybody like that has interested me enough to stop my projects to spend even an hour or two or three with them yeah i mean i have been single i'm like forever single and the forever ends i guess let's not claim that though no no no. i'm saying like i have been single for so many years at this point (laughs) i'm just like i don't even know this is this is me um i think that that you know it's hard because i need to find a guy who is a support I need to find a man who's supportive right of, of like my business and a lot of men that I meet they're kind of like they don't want that they want they want a woman who is not really working doesn't have a serious career um, that is just gonna be able to drop whatever they're doing and do whatever they want you know what I mean like that's not something that I'm that's like a deal breaker for me right mm-hmm. like you have to be a supportive man that is successful on your own and you could I want to learn things from a from a man that I meet. So it has to be somebody like a mutually beneficial relationship. Um, and it's hard to find that in Miami. Because mm. you have a lot of men who they don't want that. Mm. They want they want like someone maybe a little younger in age that's like, you know, doesn't have anything serious. Like I said, you can just take off and go to Greece for a month. And like, it's not a serious thing, right? Like, 
I obviously can't do that. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm, I'm, you know, I'm looking for. I don't even think though you'd want to. I mean, would no, you? I wouldn't. I mean, listen, I'm not. I'm not saying I wouldn't like that. <laughs> you know, but it's just not realistic. You know, for me, I've always been a very driven person, and I need someone who also is driven. You know, I want, I want to meet someone who inspires me to do more. Mm -hmm. um, someone who shares the same values that I do. And it, it you know, it, it's like hard to kind of find because people don't walk around with labels on their forehead, right? Mm -hmm. So you don't know what you're getting into until you're, let's say, on a few dates, and then you're like, wait, do I even like this person? I don't know. Um, you said that you don't really go on a lot of dates. It's, it's hard. I mean, I think also like during COVID, I didn't go on any date. That was like two years of no dates. Like mm -hmm. that's crazy, right? Or like a year and a half of no dates. Um, I'm not like close to it I, I really just feel like when it, when it, when I meet him alone yeah that's how that's like really how I feel yeah I don't go out of my way to find like men mm -hmm. um I'm just really waiting for one to just show up at my door so knock knock, <laughs> knock, knock, knock. hello or, or you never know hello. you know what I feel the biggest thing that I, I guess to complement the question and your answer, a, a lot of times, like women and men, have a hard time being by themselves. Mm -hmm. And therefore, they'll, like, remember we talked about, like, the escape when you're in, you know, um, yeah. your personal on the side to escape into your clients, yeah. and your work. I feel like people even use dating as an escape. And the only thing is, it's like, at least you're pouring back and investing in your future with like yeah. your kind of work versus in something else where you're like I'm I don't find like dating to me is like literally torture I don't think that I would find that as a distraction or like like a pleasant distraction I would I, I try to avoid going on dates I literally <laughs> will find any excuse to not go on a date so that that would not be me um what do you think about romancing yourself? Because this is the thing people don't think about. Like, I'm in a season of self-romancing. Like, what does that mean? That means, like, taking myself out to dinner on my own and getting dressed up. I learned this from one of my friends. Like, just get dressed up for yourself. Like, mm -hmm. every day's an event. Like, go, um, if you want to go golfing, like, go on a mini putt-putt golf. Like, why do you have to wait for somebody to try to take you somewhere? Yeah, I mean, that's definitely something that I've been doing for years. I mean, I, I have friends who are like, oh, I always wanted to go to Paris, but I was waiting for a guy to take me. I'm like, if I waited for a guy to take me, that I'd still never go. You know what I mean? So I just do everything myself. Mm -hmm. um, do I get dressed up and go to dinner by myself? Probably not, because I'm way too lazy for that. Um, well, you're also working all day long. I'm literally in my home working from home. So for oh, me, okay. you're actually with people all day long. So yeah, so I need to like decompress from people. Yeah. Actually, it's funny, but I always thought I was a very social person. And then recently, maybe in the last year, I'm like, I really don't like being around people. I'm, my friends, yes, but I, I'm not like, I don't like to go out and socialize. It, it almost like stresses me out. So, so um, that's like a new thing for me. I, I never had that, or I never thought about it. I always was like, oh, I like going out, I like meeting people. And then I was like, no, I don't. I don't even know why I thought that. But, um, but yeah, I, 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 I'm always, you know, romancing myself, I guess you can say. But yeah, I, I don't, 
I'm almost like to the point where if you don't, if you're not offering, like, what are you offering me? If you're not offering me anything, I, I don't even want to like associate with you. Like even as friends, you know, like people that I, that I associate with as, you know, professionally or, or personally, like, you know, and it doesn't mean that you have to give me anything, but it's just like, what are you offering? Like, yeah. why am I going to waste my Saturday hanging out with you? Right? Like we don't have a lot of time to socialize. So like, it has to be the people that I really want to socialize with if I'm going to do it. Mm. And that has the circle small. Yeah, that's exactly perfect. Cause I, j I wanted to ask you too about friends and, and as you continue to climb and as you continue to set new goals and, you know, up level yourself, your life, what is the process like when you're, because a lot of times people have a hard time letting go of friendships that just aren't in alignment anymore. Like, do you have a certain system that you use? No, I mean, I think you just, you just like naturally, it just fades, you know? Um, you can always tell who your real friends are when, you know, there's something going on and they're not showing up for you. So, you know, I keep like kind of almost like a mental tally in my mind of like, okay, this person has shown up for me, this person hasn't shown up for me, like, like, all right, I'm going to reach out to them and see, do they want to meet up? I want to kind of get a vibe and see, like, are we still connected, you know? Mm -hmm. And if not, then that's fine. It's almost like, you know, breaking up with a romantic partner or something. Like, if you're not still vibing and you're not on the same page, like, you don't need to continue that. Like, we don't have a lot of free time. So, like, I have a very small circle of my friends and, like, the girls that are in the office and, like, those are the people that I hang out with and my you know, my dad and now I'm an aunt, so I have to kind of like spread myself around. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so like, you know, I, I, now my priority is a little different. Like, you know, if I have a weekend off, I, I'm going to want to go visit my nephew. So if, if for, even, even for a romantic situation, right? Like I need someone who is a family oriented person that wants to come with me to visit, mm -hmm. you know, or is understanding that I have, you know, other priorities. Otherwise it's not going to work out. Yeah, I mean, that's important because I, I think a lot of time, I mean, when I talk to certain people, they're like, well, how do I transition? Out of this? It's like, just invite people as you're growing and expanding, seeing who kind of wants to be a part of that journey. And there's those that aren't. But one thing like during COVID, you know, some people were really like controversial on this. Yeah. They're like, oh, well, they're not showing up for me. I'm like, because they are probably just figuring out how to show up for themselves right now. You know, everybody's yeah. going through something. Or there, you know, a lot of people who are very, like, there are people that I haven't seen since COVID, you know, that we still kind of interact on Instagram and stuff. But, you know, you know, I don't know, are we still good friends? Probably not. Mm -hmm. We're more like acquaintances now, but it's not, it wasn't anything that like purposeful, like, you mm -hmm. know, didn't, nothing happened specifically, but it was just like, you, you know, you grow apart. Yeah. Fine. You know, things happen in your life, like people get married, people like have kids, you know what I mean? Like, like, I've definitely noticed that, you know, my friends that got married and had a baby, you know, we don't see each other as much because they're not, they don't have free time, which is fine. Like, I, I don't, I wouldn't say like, oh, we're not friends anymore because I don't see them and they don't call me. They have other priorities and I understand that, you know? But they have like having other priorities because I feel like that's what happens in life. Like, is your part of your business? Is it the family? And then yeah. interests change and you know, you're like, it's okay to change. Right. But then you have those friends and I'm sure you have them too, that, 
that you know you you cannot speak to this person for like months and then you just instantly like see them and it, you're just like like you never left each other you know what i mean like yeah. that's like my one of my best friends that that forced me to go to np school she's like that you know she got married she had a baby you know we're at different places in our lives right now but you know we're still like so we we love each other so much and we're so connected and i'm like you know she's actually coming to the office on thursday um and she came and took a class with me so like you know we're definitely but i don't see her you know Mm -hmm. i don't i don't talk to her a lot but we definitely try to keep in touch as much as we can um but there's an effort from both sides you know what i mean yeah that's important you're right because i had one of my girlfriends from college she was as in a sorority she was my big in the sorority and the dynamic and the chemistry that we have like and she's got two babies she's um an anesthesiologist she's an entrepreneur and came down to Fort Lauderdale, it's still an hour drive, but I did yeah. make time. And I did, you're right, we'll make time for the people that are important to you. Those yeah. are facts. But that, and that's what I, that's what you say about, you know, a romantic situation, right? If you, if for, for example, for me, if, if the man is not putting any effort, why am I gonna put effort? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what's happening in the world today, but like, I almost feel like the man should be putting the effort first. Yeah, I'm a very old-fashioned kind of person. You know, I was born in the '70s. I need a man to act a certain way, and that's that's another problem. I think, like in this day and age, you know, the opposite sex is very confused. They don't know what they're supposed to be doing or what they're not supposed to be doing. They don't want to offend you. Like I feel like a lot of people crazy right now. That's why I wanted to have this this show to you know, bring, like, and all we need is just, like, one and just a handful. You don't need, like, a, I mean, unless you're, like, oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, the smaller. circle gets smaller and smaller as you get older, too. It's, like, I don't have time for you. Yeah. And you I was, like, yeah, I, I was, like, um, you know, like, because people say that, like, this and that. I was, like, all I need is one. And I know if I'm created and I'm here and I'm one, then I know that there's another one, like, mm-hmm. And, and I think that's that's something that keeps me going is I'm like, I exist. Hello. I'm amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing. Uh, like, actually, I, I, I saw this. I don't remember his name, but he was giving a talk about, you know, who you, who you should date like as yourself. Like, who do you look for to date? And he was like, you just need to find yourself and the opposite sex or the same sex or whatever. Like, like people like to date a version of themselves. Mm. So... If that's what you're looking for. Well, sometimes we need to first be on our own to heal. And that was actually my journey the last year because I was like, well, what am I attracting? Because something that I learned, I did like a lot of shadow work and then uh, subconscious stuff. And it was literally like, that was an external expression of what I was internally suppressing. Go, Oh God. Yeah. I need to clean some things up inside myself. You, you, you see, like, I have like all these accounts that I somehow follow. I don't even know how. And it's like, um, you know, the, your childhood and the way that your parents act towards you is totally, you know, there's such a direct correlation with who you attract and like how you conduct your relationships and your boundaries. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and like all these things that I'm like, wow. Yeah. Where was this 10 years ago? Like, yeah. what? And that's the thing. I too. can't believe it. Yeah. And even in like any relationship, it's like everything is inside of us of what we're bringing or attracting or what we're not receiving because it's just that we're trained optimists, but, and we, we haven't allowed ourselves to explore 
the depth and the core of what's going inside of us so that we can like bring it to the surface and clean it up. And so you know, I'm, I think it's important to even have a season of really getting to like clean up, like deep cleaning inside of us. Um, because I definitely don't want to drag that ever again in my life. That's for sure. <laughs> I promise with you. That what? No, I said I'm with you. I promised your team that I would make sure that we were like on time. Like your girls were like, okay, well she has to be done like on time. So if you were to say like one, the most powerful thing for people watching today, cause we're going to save this for those watching replay and those are on live. That would really be a game changer for them to take with them. If they're looking to really just build themselves, get to know who they, you know, um, what's, how do I say this correctly? just like become a better version of themselves. What would that one piece of advice be that you think that they can take with them on a day basis that will make an impact in their life? I mean, something that I always keep in mind for myself is, you know, people always ask, you know, what is your biggest fear in life? And my biggest fear is standing still. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think to myself, like, just, you have to just keep moving forward regardless of what is going on it's almost like what they teach you in theater right if your shoe falls off you just keep going mm -hmm. right so so my advice is you just keep going you just keep you know funneling through fighting what fighting your fight whatever it is that you have to do to get to the point you want to get to you have to be clear about your goals set your goals be clear about them write them down you know look at them reassess i think that those are that's really important if you're trying to get somewhere in life you know you're not just going to get there blindly so mm -hmm. that that would be definitely you know my my biggest advice is just keep going don't stand still don't listen to people you know don't don't you don't have to tell everybody what you're doing you know you just you just keep it in to yourself um and you just keep your eye on the prize which actually cycles back from the very beginning of our talk yeah of how you're able to get to the point that you are today yeah that i mean that's definitely my my life uh what what is it what is it called Sartre. my motto <laughs> yeah amazing thank you so much for being on minding my business and you guys we are going to save the this series so if you're tapping in late or if you're watching the replay make sure to comment below the biggest golden nugget that you got out of today's show and make sure that you give Lamar some love. She also has her mentorship coming up. Is it coming up or did it already start? Um, it's coming up. We're still working on the, the details of it. Amazing. So thank you so much. In the meantime, remember to elevate your business, your mindset in your life, and we will see you guys next Tuesday at 2 PM. Bye. Thanks for having me on Tanya. Thank you so much. See you later. See you later. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate you hanging out with us today. If you found value in this episode, subscribe and share with your business besties. Head over to tanyacoliver.com and claim your free thank you gift. Remember, you deserve to look, feel, and live life as your most elite self.